This is Shop Talk, our weekly discussion of journalism issues. I'm Rich Ecker. I'm Will Buss. And I'm Pam Peters. Pointer recently ran a piece that declared journalists must cover extremist mass shootings as right-wing terrorism. Among other things, the piece says... The evidence on extremist mass shootings in America supports the assertion that the rise and prevalence of far-right shootings is American terrorism. Journalists have a responsibility to provide this context to most accurately tell the story of mass shootings in this country. Without doing so, journalists risk obfuscating the central connection between these shootings, doing a disservice to their readers and viewers. And the Anti-Defamation League is uh, quoted in this story. A a report of theirs is referred to that showed that all extremist-related murders in 2022 were committed by right-wing extremists of various kinds with particular concern over white supremacists. And uh, so uh, do you you feel the media is not doing a good enough job of, of explaining who is doing some of these shootings and what more do you think we should be doing? Yeah, I, I fully agree with this article. Um, I agree. That I don't feel that the media is doing enough to deal with these. Um, this actually, for me personally, brought brought a lot of personal um, feelings out um, as somebody that studies racial issues, as somebody that's worked at a historically black college for many years. Um, it's, it's, it's concerning to me that we do know white supremacy is on the rise. Um, we do know that a lot of these mass shootings are white supremacists, but it's not always being reported. Um, you know, like the Buffalo shooting, there were some papers it took days before they even released that he was a white supremacist. And it's like all the people killed are black. You've got to have a there's, – there's a pattern here because mm-hmm. not all the people in the store were black. So what's the pattern here? Um, the Jacksonville incident where, you know, all the people were black. He was also targeting an HBCU. Um, That needs to be known. That needs to be covered. Um, And as I was reading this and thinking about it and as you were talking, you know, I come at it from, again, the perspective of um, somebody that's worked at an HBCU. And, you know, the last few years um, when I was working on my PhD, I still keep in contact with these institutions, I still research with them. And something that was almost not discussed at all by the media was for the last couple of years, it's almost a, it was almost a monthly thing or bi-monthly thing that HBCUs were receiving bombing threats and nothing was being reported by the media. And it was white supremacist groups that were doing that. And it's like, why are we not, unless, you know, one time I remember because Howard University and Hampton University were targets, but it was almost a monthly or bi-monthly thing that these schools were receiving bombing threats. I actually remember the school I was at one day, one of my friends contacted me and said, we just received a bomb threat. Um, but nothing was really reported. That's something, that's a trend. That That's a trend that goes with what we're talking about here that, We as media are not covering that. Um, I agree with we don't put the name of these people out here. You know, that just adds more. We don't talk about the manifestos if they, you know. But to not talk about the fact that this is a white supremacist, this is a problem that white supremacy is on the rise, that's that's an issue that um, we're only helping these groups, I think. We're not. 
I think you have to refer at least to the manifesto and what is said in it to help provide understanding of what the person did and why we're then referring to them as a, a right-wing terrorist. I can agree with that. Yeah, I, and I agree with that we we're, we have to report the facts. And I know we're we're very we're very preoccupied in journalism with trying to remain. We should be at least remaining objective and fair and sensitive. But it shouldn't get in the way of us doing the actual job of giving our readers, viewers, listeners the facts for them to make up their own minds of what's going on. But I think there needs to be conversations in newsrooms about, uh, you know, what in terminology terminology to use. If we're going to call someone a terrorist, it's because they inflict terror in a certain way, because they make threats, because they have, they're, they're armed and they, they have access to weaponry that will try to harm someone. If we can have an agreeable definition or understanding of that being terrorism, we need to label it and call it for what it is and, and call it and, and label it as, as the facts. Mm-hmm. And if we can do that, then let's not hold back and be, I don't know if this is a case of being overly careful, uh, trepidatious or cautious overly sensitive. Um, I'm not sure, but it, it falls short as in the examples that Pam just gave, I think. And, it, and it's, it's a problem that we need to, that we need to deal with. And, and as unfortunately, we're living in this era of public bombings and mass shootings. And of course, as they happen, I think we need to have a better understanding of how to report them and to report them fairly and accurately with not being overly sensitive about what's happening. Uh, people need to know without sugarcoating it what's actually happening to them and uh, in our communities. Well, I think uh, history textbooks used in schools also need to refer to past actions such as or, or groups such as the KKK as terrorists. There needs to be a, a stronger explanation of, of these groups as being extremist terrorists because uh, the way I remember, you know, you might learn a little bit about the KKK, but it was almost presented as, well, just this, this is something that happened in history too, yeah. instead of explaining, you know, the impact uh, and, and th- that these were uh, extremist and, and terrorist activities. Well, no, I agree. I think, um, I, I, you know, it, it brings back, you know, as, as I was reading this, you know, um, it brings back those thoughts of we, we try to cover these things up a lot of times. Um, historically, early on, when you look at early World War II, we did not really talk about what was happening in Nazi Germany because, mm-hmm. A, maybe it was unbelievable. We never, you know, in early American society, we didn't talk about lynchings. Or when we did, it was, I mean, to read things on early lynchings, it was more of a community event when they happened. So they were sometimes reported, but they were celebrated. Now, I don't agree with celebrating a lynching, but that was the time um, because of, you know, there's a whole thing there, you know, racism. But now it's almost like it feels like we have, I'm going to say, a modern day style of lynching almost in the way these terrorist groups um, act as far as white supremacist groups, whether it's going after blacks, Latin, Latinx, um, Jewish people, and what happened in New Zealand um, and in Pittsburgh years ago. But what it seems like now we're almost in this, 
we have modern this modern this happening, but we as media are almost like we're going to go to the other extreme of we're not celebrating because it shouldn't be celebrated, but we're not going to report everything because we're almost concerned about, well, is this going to paint a certain group in a bad light? Well, we're not painting a certain group in a bad light. We're saying these are the facts. This is what is happening. They're 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 terrorists. Let it be known as such. Um, they are inflicting you, you consider, terror. In you consider that a fact then to label someone a terrorist if I they're don't, engaging I, in these activities? You are, you know, if the idea of a terrorist is to terrorize somebody or a community or a, community, or a nation, <clears throat> whatever the case then, might be, right. then they are. They're terrorizing a group of people. Um, and, you know, white supremacy, supremacist groups, the KKK was was a terrorist group. Yeah. Um, so let it be known as yeah. such. And that's why I said, again, you know, I think we need to have a, a conversation. The Associated Press is our, is our leading guide on these things. You know, maybe there needs to be some kind of definition that meets that so we can talk about that. But it, we need to call things what they are or what they are. And if they meet that a, a kind of an agreed definition – yeah, we can't just be spouting and attaching terrorism tag to everything, no, obviously, definitely. right? So definitely. we got to be careful about that. But I think we've come to a point, and we've long passed it probably in our industry, given uh, our recent history of terrorist-like acts, mass shootings, et cetera, that we need to have a serious understanding and a, a you know a, some kind of a guide or yeah, manual. To... I, I agree. I think we contextually tend to post terrorism as it has to be um, we tend to tie it to, well, it has to be an Islamic group or something like that. And now then we're also labeling other groups of people that now we put a label on everybody. So, yeah, there needs to be a definition um, where, you know, what fits this? Where, when should it be this? Or if they're a member of the KKK, say they're a member of the KKK. If they're a member of the neo-Nazis, say they're a member of the, you know. Proud boys, proud whatever. Boys, whatever it is say that. Um, but yeah, we also have to be very careful about even when we use the word terrorist, because people tend to automatically assume, well, because of the way we've used it in the past, well, it's this group. Um, and then we get this, we get this trend of, well, then everybody that falls under this distinction of being whatever, um, traditionally it's been um, Islam or Muslim, then they're all that. And that's also that's also very problematic because then we're labeling specific groups and then we're bringing terror upon them at the same. So I agree. We need to come up with with some we got to call it something. We need to come up with some way to report it. But to just kind of let it slide almost um, is also very problematic. Absolutely. Um, There has to be Mm. something there to to handle that. With that, uh, let's wrap up our discussion for this week. Our listeners can join us again next week for more of Shop Talk.